Welcome to the 79th episode of the Overclock Z-Day Podcast. Overclock is all the bells. I am Lindsay Shooters, Sharpshooters on the internet, that opinion guy, that opinion guy on the internet, Sharpshooters on social media. My apologies, I got my own stuff wrong. And I'm joined as always by Gavin Dudley, Tech Luminary, the venerable one. How are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. And may I just remind all the listeners that we've inadvertently made a video cast as well, just because we're now recording this on Skype. So if you've ever wondered what we look like, I'd strongly recommend that you don't go to YouTube to check our, <laughs> our video cast out. Maybe you're already getting this on YouTube. I don't know. You might be very disillusioned when you discover what we look like when you've built us up to be GQ models in your head. <laughs> Luckily, they should know what I look like if they've been going sure. to that opinion guy sure. on YouTube. And seeing my videos, I just put a, a video on the ultimate at-home workout shoe, which is the Under Armour Tri-Base Rain 2, a shoe that I wrote off firstly. Mm-hmm. And then I've just started wearing it, and it's become like my go-to thing for doing my at-home workout. So, yeah, that's okay. a thing. I'm kind of breaking up with Zoom as a workout platform now. Yes, um, in favor of Skype. Amen, brother. Yeah, Yeah, but also um, my the, the trainer that I, they, that I pay to have access to that content like my boxing class is now dropped to like once a week um mm. and i'm being overruled by a whole lot of other people and it's like actually a hundred bucks a week uh it's not that expensive but i'm not going to be paying it if i'm just going to get like one class a week so yeah okay. my i still empathize with the people who are most affected by this so like gym trainers and those guys who have yeah. no other right now yeah but yeah you gotta you gotta make it relevant to the customers eh? well <laughs> We have friends who do yoga classes, and I've actually been yeah. amazed and delighted by how it works out. I'm the kind of person who would prefer to just do the yoga at home, my terrible poses, you know, half-assed yeah. poses, can't reach his toes or can't stick his left hand in the air or whatever it is. Yeah. I'd rather just struggle along at home quietly than actually have to be in a room with other people doing it. So our friends who do the yoga classes um, are doing quite well. I think like each class has, you know, 10 or more people in it, which is really yeah. quite impressive, you know? Mm. Yeah. And that's every day of the week in the mornings. So I'm very impressed by how that has come together, actually. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yoga. But this is not about tech. Gavin the yogi. Gavin the online yogi. <laughs> well, you know, after my incident, after my event, which we still haven't discussed, <laughs> all I can do now is granny yoga, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> Granny Don't get the heart rate up too much. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Mm. Importantly, we have 5G. We have active mobile 5G in South Africa. Mm. Just launched this week. Vodacom is on it. Currently just selling the LG V50, thank you, as their sole 5G capable handset. Um, talk us through what's going on, Gavin. Well, I mean, what we've been hammering on about is all the bandwidth that Ecasa is sitting on and not dispensing like it's supposed to. And then we told you that Ecasa has started sending out new frequencies for the mobile operators to use temporarily under the lockdown dispensation, just so that all South Africans can have good connectivity, you know, while they are stuck at home. Um, And Vodacom has used that opportunity to launch its 5G services, which it always wanted to do, but couldn't get the uh, frequencies from mm. the telecoms regulator that it needed to run 5G. So now in a temporary fashion, it's got those frequencies and it's used that to do proof of concept 5G in Gauteng and in the Western Cape. 
Um, it's supposed to do, I think, a third city as well, but nothing's rolled out yet. There are only 20 what they call high sites. That means, you know, masts and things placed in high areas where they get good response. Remember, 5G is a hell of a lot more complicated than 4G. The waves don't travel nearly as far, and it's quite easy to lose reception. Um, mm. So there are, uh, there are 20 high sites. Uh, as you might expect, Santon was well covered, not everywhere, but almost everywhere. Melrose Arch in Johannesburg as well. You can just see where these places are, the economic mm -hmm. hubs, you know, like financial services centers and that kind of thing. So Hyde Park, Sunning Hill, Woodmead, um, and then the Vodacom campus, which everyone knows out in Midrand. It's like a huge, mm -hmm. the huge Vodacom offices out there. Also parts of Centurion, uh, Hatfield and Menlin in Pretoria. In Cape Town, where we are, there are only two sites. So 18 of the 20 sites are in and around Joburg and Pretoria. Mm. Two of the sites are in Cape Town, uh, and that's in, in and around Century City only. So you're a lot okay. closer to it than I am. <laughs> but it, none of it matters, of course, unless you have a 5G phone, which you almost certainly don't have. Yeah. Um, and you can get 5G router. I think Huawei is the only one that's available at the moment. So it's pretty safe to say that nobody has 5G equipment at the moment, unless you actually work for a telecom operator. Yeah. Um, the LG V50, another product that Lindsay and I are big fans of, are the only full 5G phone available in South Africa at the moment. Um, but, but now that we have a little bit of 5G, maybe handsets will suddenly turn up. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. I think probably um, P40 will, will be next in line, the Huawei mm. P40, because P40 Lite has just hit stores or outlets or however you're going to get hold of this thing. At, but the, so the specs we all know, um, and we'll go through them just now, but the pricing seemingly has become quite a sticking point because it launched at five and a half thousand rand. But oh, really? Sally, yeah. Really? It's like, it's like half of what I was expecting, like way down. Okay, keep going. Salyu City says that's only the launch price. And once those initial units run out, the price will then go up to 7,300 Rand. And it's like selling for 7,000 Rand on somebody else's website. Um, Brendan Peterson, uh, who does Reframed, uh, it's another tech website, uh, a local tech journalist that we, we both know and love. Um, he's been covering it quite interestingly on social media. And it's just hilarious the responses he's getting from all the outlets where it's like, no, it's this price and it's this price. We're <laughs> selling it at this price. And it's like, what is going on? <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. But for the reader's benefit, and before you get into the detailed specs, I mean, the backdrop to this is that, the P40 would be Huawei's top spec phone yeah. at the moment. It would be. And that's why it's extraordinary that it's coming in at 6,000 Rand and no, 8,000 Rand. Because ordinarily, yeah, yeah, but ordinarily yeah. we'd expect um, uh, the flagship phone to be coming in at the sort of 20 grand mark because that's yeah. where the, everybody Which else's flagships are. So, so the light obviously will be scaled back from the full yeah. P40. But it can't be scaled back to like a quarter of the phone. You know, I mean, how do you get from 20K down to 6K? You know, it's like, it's not a quarter of the phone. It'll have probably two thirds of what the full P40 has, I would guess. No. So, no, so the real reason, Huawei. if you're a follower of the show, the real reason this might be happening is because Huawei desperately wants to convince you to use the Huawei App Store which has got replacement yeah. apps for all the Google apps that have now been stripped out because of the fight they're having with Trump. So, app gallery, um, Gavin. 
Say it oh, App Gallery. Sorry, app sorry. Gallery. Right. So, <laughs> so what does Apple call its App Store? It calls it the App Store. App Store. And what does Google yes. call it? The Play Store. Play Store. Yes. Play Store. Right. And, and so now, Huawei's app, app Store has been called the App Gallery. Yes. Yes. And here you can get kind of a replacement for Google Maps for yes. various other important Google apps that you might be familiar with and used to. So Huawei, we've discussed many times on the show, they've launched their alternatives to those Google services. Yes. And I think they desperately want people to use them just so they can see how good they are. And maybe that's why these phones are at such reduced prices. Just a theory. Um, yeah, but Huawei has a long and storied history of providing light versions of phones that Maybe, you know, when you see a silhouette of someone famous in a dark alleyway and you're squinting and you're like, it <laughs> could be somebody that I know. <laughs> oh, is that what you're calling its light phones? A silhouette yeah. of a famous person at a glance at the side of your eye might look like the real thing. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very cruel. In name, in name only, Gavin. I mean, they did it with the P20. The P20 light was not a P20 by any... Okay, well, why any, don't you talk us through these specs? I don't know. These specs look pretty decent to me, hey? Okay, so it's a 7 nanometer chipset. Oh. Well, right there, right there. We have like up-to-date technology. 7 nanometer chips are the current top of the pile. So that's pretty good for openers. Yeah, uh, so it's a Kirin 810 and not the 990 that's powering the, the flagship models. Then okay, it's, it's got a, a good step down from the top. Yeah, okay. It, it's a Mali G52 graphics um, unit, which is integrated on that circuit. Um, I would consider that to be quite significant. You know, it's not like well, a top-end gaming phone, but it'll bring the action, you know. Yeah, okay. It, yeah, it's got a nice big battery, as as most most cheaper phones do. So, forty two hundred milliamp hours. It's got a six point four inch punch full view display. So, I got the same. Um, I got the same press release, obviously. And uh, just before they gave the specs, they were like, Akram Muhammad, the the C. What is the chief technology officer? Yeah, the, yeah, CTO is available for 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 interview. And I actually wanted to interview him just on the basis of what they're naming their things. So like okay. the punch, the punch full, full view display, what does that even mean, Gavin? I think like, it uh, means it means the whole punch like Samsung had. It means it doesn't have the teardrop, you know, the yeah, teardrop but, away. It's actually just a hole straight through the display, which Samsung pioneered and now has been immediately copied one generation later by so Huawei. So it's just a punch full view display with a 90.6% screen to body ratio. And a 48 megapixel quad camera, which is becoming quite the 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 sensor size of of choice in in right. the market right now. The new DJI one also comes out at 48 mm -hmm. megapixel. I think it's for forward compatibility with like 8K um, resolution, and then so you can zoom on that sensor, you can crop in quite nicely on that sensor. And then it has super night mode 2. Point, super night mode 2.0, which is a night mode that I'm sure will be quite great. And yeah, it's a mid-range device from Huawei, it will probably be quite good, probably sell like hotcakes if it wasn't for the crucial lack of Google services. Well, I mean, I, I don't know, reviews we've read online of the full P40, not the light, but the full yeah. P40, have made out like this could be the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, it could be quite a breakthrough. Apparently, the services are pretty good. You know, getting them through the App Store is pretty good, and apparently they do work pretty well. We know the mapping thing They've gone yeah. back and forth with who will supply the mapping, but they've settled on some pretty good options, I think, you know? Yeah. So Also, Gavin, um, mm. 
You know how much money was being thrown around those marketing campaigns, right? Yes, I know. <laughs> I I have I have a gift from one of the marketing campaigns, the, the giveaway gift for attending the event on my arm right here. <laughs> yes, okay. Okay, so we we'll just take all those online reviews with a pinch of salt until no, think... get it in their hands, man. You reckon? I don't know. I think these were credible reviews, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I'm not fooled by these minor minnow sites. I think they were credible reviews. Okay, you sound skeptical, which rather surprises me. I thought you could get on board. Get I'm, on board, Mawawi escapes escapes Google I've, colonialism. Yeah. I've worked on two projects now where Google services became a prerequisite. Like I was running into a couple of issues um, using Apple devices as well. Because I couldn't access um, the, uh, there was a lot of stuff on like Google Drives and like Google Docs work and stuff. And I was having some issues doing that since I moved away from Chrome as a browser. <laughs> oh, right, 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 yeah. right. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, dude, like honestly, the way people work, but Google is baked so deeply into people's in. workflow yeah. now that I, I can't see people surviving on on that but anyway moving away from that the p40 light pricing is unknown right now the launch price was five and a half thousand rand it could go up within a week we don't know uh, mm. yeah if you're interested go check it out on the huawei website that's consumer.huawei.com or there's a huawei store Kozar. both of them work yeah. yeah so then in other news gavin mtn mm is reopening its stores. I saw a Vodacom 4U store open yesterday. But more importantly, when it comes to streaming music, Spotify finally has a family plan in South Africa and it's priced 10 Rand higher than all of its competitors. So yeah, Apple we... family plan is 89.99, 90 bucks a month. YouTube premium or YouTube music, freak, I forget it's what they call it. 100 bucks. 100 bucks, yeah. 100 bucks. Some yeah, ninety something, I think. Yeah, I, I don't what know is, what I could be wrong. Mm. I actually don't know what YouTube Music costs because I just use YouTube Premium and then you get music thrown yes, in. Yes, yeah, same here. Yeah. We use YouTube Premium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have no idea, but it seems like it's also ninety bucks. And then Google Play Music was also ninety bucks a month. So coming oh, in at hundred bucks, Spotify Premium. I don't like the app experience, Gavin. You seem to be quite a Spotify fan. Yeah, no, no. I mean, the app is actually a bit mind-bending. It's heavy and slow, to be honest. Yes. I mean, you get the hang of it eventually out of necessity. It's not like my favorite app. I always enter it with a bit of dread because I know whatever music I'm trying to find is going to end up being a four-step process of going forward and backwards. You know, it's not like intuitive at all, I find. Not intuitive to me anyway. Although mm. one of my uh, young adults in the house here is 20 years old. He loves the app. Clearly, it's just not designed around people like me and designed around yeah. people like him. He he downloads gigabytes and gigabytes of music for offline use, which I don't yeah. do. I stream everything. I don't download anything offline. And again, because I'm more on my PC than on my phone, I end up using the PC app a lot, which, mm. again, it's not primarily designed around a PC experience. It's the right, yeah. designed around phone experience. Um, at the moment, I'm using Spotify as a browser window because the app, the, the app on the PC has gotten so clunky that I've just decided, let me run this in a browser and then I'll know how much resources it's using and it won't yeah. spill out and whatever. But I mean, 
once you get the hang of the app, everything is there. There's very little music that's not there. I've even found some fantastic South African music in there and not just current South African music, Kwaito and whatever, but, you know, classic old South African music like, uh, you know, resistance music from like yeah. the 80s and the 90s and so on. So, um, so I'm a big Spotify fan. And currently, my one young adult and myself are each paying for a personal subscription and obviously with a family plan i think my wife even uses it but she uses the free ad supported version now you (laughs) yeah yeah it's because she's already paying for apple music of course so um so we can get six family members on yeah um the other young adult in my house is so avant-garde that he only listens to like obscure things released on spot on um, on soundcloud and edgy yeah. djs and things he doesn't listen to any mainstream music from what i can tell but still six family members that's great yeah you know um, does, does, for, does hmm. your other offspring um does he pay for a premium um soundcloud account not as far as I know, no. So, okay. so now we have everybody on a YouTube premium account just yeah. so that everyone uses a lot of YouTube. So now we don't have to have ads on our YouTube. No one's really using YouTube music, even though I've encouraged people to check it out. Yeah. But, you know, so now we're going to move to Spotify uh, family plan as well. We're busy frantically trying to cancel our Apple uh, Apple. Uh, Apple uh, TV Plus accounts. I accidentally opened two or three of them. They all <laughs> ran out of their free. They all ran out of their free period and started hitting our bank accounts without me noticing. We stopped watching Apple Plus like way back, you know. So uh, yeah, what's I've it called? Found App- a- Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Yeah, Apple yeah. I've actually found a couple of like my daughters into the Ghostwriter series, and uh, see, there's a second season of it now. Um, so that's, but we still rolling for free because my, my sister-in-law was kind enough because she's oh. on my, my family group. So she right. was kind enough to, to buy an iPhone. Last contact update. So we good to like November. Good, good, good. Okay. That's your full year. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you'll have found a reason to buy a new iPad by then. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully the reason and the money, but Gavin, moving on, yeah. um, talking about listening to music, um, the Samsung Galaxy, it, yes. Could we just discuss the stores quickly? So MTN opening the stores, what we discussed off air before we started was why is it so important to open these stores? And the point you made is that people's needs are now changing dynamically during lockdown, yeah. both their yeah. business needs and their their budgetary constraints might yeah. be factoring into it. So people really need to change their data plans, either more data because they're working from home or less data because they can't afford it. So yeah. I'm starting to understand that it's important that they open these stores because not everybody handles well on the phone with the call center trying to change their packages. Yeah, no, so and we, is, we were running on reduced. Shops open. We were we were running on reduced call center volumes as well, anyway, at least manpower. Yeah. So it okay, was a nightmare to try and. I mean, like I migrated on telecom from from the ADSL to the LTE, I, and then immediately realized that the, the draconian <laughs> fair usage policy was too much um, we still haven't changed it because then suddenly it's like they forgot that we were existing customers so you know that form that they send you to like fill out all your personal details and like where you work and how oh, much money man, you I make it and it's like Jeez, I hate dude really it's like this is a simple little option change on the back end yes yes like, we're already on your system <laughs> what up with this form like, yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah so I'm we not- haven't changed it so we are, um, when was the first? It is now the fifth. Uh, it is today the sixth of, 
of May, and we are 60 gigabytes deep with, yeah, 80 gigabytes to go. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Man, I hate filling in forms, and I just don't understand how people's systems can be so bad that you have to continually be filling in forms. A friend of mine was immigrating from South Africa to the Netherlands. He's South African. Um, yeah. And he opened a bank account in the Netherlands in like five minutes with a single online form. I don't know how that's possible to open a bank account in the Netherlands from South Africa with a single online form in less than five minutes. It was like amazing. How can we still be know. filling in forms, paper forms to change your broadband account from one service to another? It's like mind blowing, yeah, man. Exactly, man. It's crazy. And then you have to get like a certified copy of your ID. And it's like, really? Oh. Really? Uh, anyway, okay. moving on, on, just briefly, the Samsung Galaxy Buds Plus. Galaxy Buds were a great product, came out last year. Tragic flaws, microphone quality was horrid. Um, yeah. Connectivity was, got a bit spotty. I found that it started better, and then I like, got a couple of updates, and then like they just started breaking Bluetooth, which was weird. But the Galaxy mm. Buds Plus, so they come with dual drivers, so they sound quite good. They've got some nice bass, even for, for earbuds, which is impressive. Mics I have some are, right here. This is what they look like, for those yeah. who might be wondering. So the individual buds go inside this box. These pop um, into your ears. Okay. Because this is a primarily audio um, <laughs> product, uh, <laughs> you can go check them out on Samsung <laughs> on Samsung.com, and you can just like search <laughs> Galaxy Buds Plus on your thing, and you'll see them. Um, in your face. Anyway, yeah, I had big problems with the microphones, especially on call quality, but I was out at the shops yesterday and I fielded about three phone calls while wearing a cloth protective mask and I have a beard also and <laughs> things, <laughs> all three callers were like, no, that call sounded really good actually. Mm. So big improvements on the mics. Battery life just goes on forever. I can't even remember when last yeah. I charged. Yeah. And yeah, and just having these computers in your ears that you can just go about your business um, with like the ambient noise set on half because now you can set the level of ambient noise that you want. Um, yes, I those who don't know, ambient noise is how you let in the sound, the environmental yeah. sounds around you, like the car that's about to drive you over. You know, you can yeah. actually hear it coming kind of thing. <laughs> or your child who's screaming in another room or whatever it is, ambient sound. It's quite a big deal, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So when I'm out at the store, I just pop them in to keep listening to my podcast while I'm going about my business. And yeah, that they, they are great. They they are truly, truly, truly great. And if you can afford them, I think they go for about two and a half thousand rand. yeah. It's a bit high, uh, if you, I'm, I'm feeling. A little bit high. Yeah, it's all, it's all they, cheaper they, than AirPods. Yeah, they, but they've got a lot of competitors. I mean, if you can find Jabra in-ears, those are highly regarded now in the yeah. industry. I happen to love the Samsung. I had the previous pair, the, the Galaxy Buds without yeah. the Plus. And uh, these are the ones that Lindsay panned because he thought their audio, their, their voice call quality was really bad. I yeah. didn't really do phone calls with them so i didn't know i just listened to a lot of music and stuff and they worked brilliantly for me the galaxy plus uh which we're both having now i reckon what we should do is we try and do next week's show both wearing our galaxy plus and we see how our sound quality comes out how about mm. that bluetooth <laughs> not so sure and then internet compression over skype <laughs> okay well i mean we can't be punting the product and then tell people to not do it the truth is i've been doing all my zoom calls and my skype calls and stuff for business using those and everyone seems to hear fine so okay of course 
might, it won't be as good as this headset. I'm using this big ass thing with this enormous microphone boom here, but it would be worth finding out. Maybe we try it before and we see if it's working out and if it sounds good, we record. <laughs> okay. Fine. I, did, I did a WhatsApp business call this morning um, on them and, and that seemed okay. Yeah. So that is interesting. And then Gavin, there's this Corona dashboard that was made by locals that you've been wanting to punt for like the last two weeks. <laughs> And yeah. then um, ESP or ESCOM Sapush uh, <laughs> that does the, the, the tracking of like the different load shedding um, yeah, yeah, yeah. time your area and that. They have now also done the coronavirus levels. Um, so the phases that we in, the lockdown phases, that is also being reported on there. But this, this dashboard, I've, I've checked it out and it shows you like how many infections, how many people have recovered, that sort of thing. It's really interesting. You want to yeah. do anything there? Yeah, just in brief, in brief, you may have heard of something called a data science. Data science is where people take huge amounts of big data and turn them into a kind of a usable graphical form so people can see what the data actually means. So I have two good friends who have been working and they're not formally trained data scientists. They just worked out ways to present huge amounts of data in interesting forms. And while they were doing that, this corona thing came along. And they took the corona data they had available, turned it into like a few simple graphs of how infections were going in South Africa and in the rest of the world. And it just took off like a rocket. Everyone descended on it until eventually government ministers were taking screenshots of their, their dashboard and using it in their presentations. Mm. So that was quite a big deal. It's good to know the sort of thing is happening in South Africa, uh, what we call data journalism, where you use big data sets presented in a simple way that's easy to understand. So um, the way to find this particular one is you go to Media Hack Kozar, Media Hack Kozar, and you can just drill through to their various projects and find the coronavirus dashboard. Cool. Um, I'm getting signals in the background here that I'm going on too long, and we might have to bring this to a close quite quickly. Do you want cool. to do the how-to or do you want to look at products? Just the products are the how-to, Gavin. So how to improve oh. your at-home work setup. Um, I found this amazing foldable laptop sit-stand table, TT001 Ergonomic Black on oh, take take a lot. Okay. 500 bucks. So it's like the scissor-folding little laptop stand that can increase to like a standing desk, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, why I'm saying this is because a lot of people are working from like compromised positions now. You're not able to to get like the good office office chair, office table set up your feng shui on in your home office. Maybe. <laughs> and like this just gives you flexibility to like go from sitting to standing to using it like in bed maybe or sitting on the couch and like a little laptop stand there so that you can maybe sit in your most comfortable chair and still be productive in a good position for your back and for maximum productivity as well. Yeah, I would have to say that that really does mess up your body, sitting in bad furniture and stuff, especially if you're with a laptop. With a laptop, invariably, your body's being twisted into the worst possible position with your hands cramped in front mm. of you, your shoulders hunched over. If you can raise your laptop and get the monitor to the height of your eyes, which is what Lindsay is describing, this is the best possible yeah. thing you can do for your back and your, your posture. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's I cool. Have a yeah, but you you keep going. I've lost my app. I'm busy trying to find it. You keep going so long. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been doing really good with. Uh, there's a Microsoft. It's a portable. It's a combination 
and I just lost it now as well. It's a keyboard and touchpad um, because obviously iPads have serious trackpad integration now, which I didn't trumpet enough yet on this podcast. And just for like running my decks and that sort of things, so the switching between different devices with like a Bluetooth keyboard, a full-sized um, wireless keyboard and, and mouse with a mouse action in it, built in. That's been working out really good for me. Um, I've been using the Microsoft Sculpt Erg, no, the Sculpt wireless, Bluetooth wireless mouse as well, which you can also switch between different devices. And it's just about getting full-size peripherals so that you're in a, in a comfortable position whenever you are working. So like a comfortable typing position with like good spacing between your keys, um, a comfortable mouse sort of setup full-size so that your hands don't start cramping up. Uh, like all those things are, are just good housekeeping to to keep your, your body healthy um, while, yeah, while you're doing I, this. And just, yeah, go for it. May I just add in there, um, cordless peripherals. Now, you know, they've got kind of a bad rap because in the past you used to have to keep replacing the batteries. Now, your yeah. cordless mouse and, mouse and keyboard combination can last months and months at a time mm. um, because they've got little sensors in that shut them down when you're not using them and so on. Um, yeah. And the advantage is you can change your position at the desk. You can move to a different workspace because it's easy to move the mouse and mm. keyboard. You're not having to unplug everything every time. So, you know, just a word for cordless peripherals there. And if you can find a mouse that works on Bluetooth, that's a big bonus because it means you're not using up one of your USB ports with a dongle yeah. just to get the mouse working. But if mm. you have a mouse and keyboard combination, normally those come together with a single dongle. It still uses up a USB port, but at least the mouse and keyboard are on a single USB port. Yeah. Um, can I go on with my picks? Yes, go for it. Um, monitors. Man, most laptops, especially if you've got a cheap laptop or a small, thin and light laptop, the screen is going to be too small if you're working for hours at your desk. So um, <clears throat> I strongly recommend monitors really affordable these days you want to pay you if you're buying under a thousand rand you're probably buying rubbish so you want to get an lg or a dell or a samsung and you want to pay you know 1100 rand 1200 rand or two great finds i have on take a lot the lg um, 19 inch it's called the 19 m38a for 1400 rand looks like a really great buy it's full hd monitor it only has a single um, hdmi port but that's all you really need remember yeah. to get an hdmi cable that connects your laptop to your monitor your second choice for only 200 rand more would be the samsung s22 f350 fhu sorry about all that but it's the samsung 22 inch monitor for 1600 rand also i take a lot so the LG, a little bit smaller, still much bigger than your laptop screen, much mm. bigger than your laptop screen. For 1,400 Rand, you get the LG. For 1,600 Rand, you get the truly enormous Samsung 21-inch monitor. That's almost like a small yeah. TV set. But I promise you, your eyes will thank you for it. Then remember to raise that monitor up to the level of your eyes, however you yeah. do that. Okay. And That's take my walking story. breaks every 40 minutes or so, 30 minutes if you can. Just get up, go make some tea, stretch out. Maybe get some, um, I'm going to do a video about nice little home stretches you can do just to undo the 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 perils of sitting down too much. Uh, yeah, you, just are you going to do a video? It. Yes, I am. Yes, okay, I am. Okay, good. And if you load it to YouTube, then I'll be notified because I definitely need that in my life, the stretch <laughs> thing. I'm not doing it, man. I'm not getting up and moving around and I need to do the stretches. I'm getting like old and cranky. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. 
Kevin, that's my story for the week. I will chat to you next week. We're all good. See you next week. Enjoy. Cheers, bud. Bye.